0: Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hi, and welcome back to Claiming Zero, the podcast for the child-free community. As always, I am Dallas and Vanessa across the way. Hello.
1: Hello. Happy... Happy Sunday. We record on Sundays. So happy yep. Sunday, Dallas. Thank
0: you. Let's Thank refresh you.
1: people's brains because we've been getting a lot of of I think new listeners. We've been getting a lot mm-hmm. of numbers lately, which is fantastic. Tell everyone where you are.
0: Yeah. So I am in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, originally from Wisconsin. Vanessa and I met when I moved out to Vegas. Hey, hey. And I've been here for Coming up on two years now, I moved mid-pandemic wow. in yep. July of 2020. And you
1: sprung that upon me. You're like, hey, FYI, I'm leaving. I was like, what? Yeah, How-? it was, it was sudden. <laughs> it was sudden. Yeah. So I am in Las Vegas, Nevada, born and raised and trapped is what I like to tell people. It's been (laughs) stuck here my whole life. (laughs) No, I love Las Vegas, which is of course how you just said we met. And so if Mm -hmm. you are newer to the podcast, you didn't go all the way back to episode one. That's kind of where we are. I, for uh, child-free purposes and what we consider a fence sitter, I'm in a relationship currently to be determined. No, I'm just kidding. Currently uh, with my partner for gosh, way too long. So, um, and Dallas is single and ready to mingle. So welcome to the podcast friends. And today's our history, hermstry, himstry, herstory day,
0: which is (laughs) fun to
1: see.
0: And you've got something exciting for me, Dallas, right? Oh, I'm so excited. So some of you may have, uh, you may follow us on Instagram. It's just at claiming zero, very easy to follow us. And every now and then we'll post like a little poll or something. And we did one and listed a few different child-free women and kind of wanted to get your take on who you wanted to do. We've done a lot of people in the past. So between everyone's input and wanting to do someone current, I am going to tell you about the fabulous Laverne Cox. I don't know who that is. (gasps) Oh goodness gracious. Well, but let I'm me about tell to. you. This is this here's this is the point. I'm telling you about this amazing woman. I was going to so, lie and be like I'm so excited. And I was like, you know what? I don't know who that is. So, let me just oh, be honest. Well, I'm very excited about it. And I think that you will probably figure out who she is while I'm talking. Cool. It, there's there's no way you've not seen her especially recently. Um so she was born on May 29th, 1972. Hey. So that makes her 49 years old, which uh, she looks incredible for being 49, I will say that. <laughs> um awesome. she was born in Mobile, Alabama and she was <gasps> that's raised.
1: I have to where? pause you there real quick. Mobile, yeah.
0: Alabama is where I got
1: <laughs> kicked off of the carnival ships. Oh, that's that- right. Yeah, I quit my job and they kicked me off. And that is where Becca, who was a guest we had on, I think our first guest from like mm-hmm. episode three or whatever, she drove all the way down and picked me up from Mobile, Alabama and like yes. took me and rescued me. So Shout yes,
0: out to big mobile connection. <laughs> so Laverne was raised by her single mom and her grandmother, um, and she has a twin brother. And so the story starts basically in third grade. She asks to start taking dance which of course, obviously is very true to my heart. For those of yes. you that don't know, I was a dance teacher for many years. Um, but her mom only allowed her to take tap and jazz because she caught ballet, was too gay. And so by you saying you don't know who Laverne Cox is, she is transgender. Okay. So the story of her growing up, we're talking about pre-transition when she was a boy. Okay. And so this is where some of the issues come in. So she was bullied, assaulted. She was just trying to walk home from school and she would get called out a lot. And her mom- obviously wanted her to be in dance but then thought ballet a little gay which hurts my heart boys in ballet are incredible and they're not all gay that is a big stereotype
1: (laughs) did you so remind me and our listeners what dance
0: did you teach exactly i taught ballet tap jazz hip-hop contemporary i did not do ballroom i would love to see you do ballroom uh, I think, I think I could, I think more, but no, I never did. <laughs> Dancing with the stars, Dallas edition. It's, um, I love that show. <laughs> I bet. So just a, a quick, cause you
1: kind yeah. of are an expert to this field. So like, is, is it not common to have males
0: in, in ballet? It's, it's stereotypically not, but if okay. you go to see a ballet somewhere, you're, gonna see men yeah they do a lot of the heavy lifting and I don't mean heavy as in women but like they are lifting every woman on the floor and they're kind of ballet can be a very feminine style Mm -hmm. but it's always my favorite because and I would always tell my dancers this you need a lot of strength to do ballet it's beautiful and it's graceful but the amount of strength and muscle that is put like that goes into doing some of the basically the moves takes a very strong person to do you can't yeah not for the weak (laughs) by any means but it's very it's very feminine it's very it can look very soft and so to say I don't like kidding you know my son in ballet because it's too gay is just a stereotype and that's a, a sign of the times there's a lot more male dancers right now than there ever used to be so sure um but so, um, and, and Laverne's family put her into therapy, thought they maybe could, maybe could like cure her, quote unquote, of being too feminine. Um, and as I'm sure many people from the LGBTQ community know, um, suicide and thoughts of suicide are kind of high. And in sixth grade, she did take basically down a bottle of pills in hopes of ending her life. And thankfully that attempt was not successful. Sixth um, grade? Yeah.
1: Oh my Lord. That is yeah. just, I mean, I know that's not like, unfortunately it's not uncommon, right? but just like to think of that age. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was no, <laughs> it, it
0: is. It's, it's, it's can be heavy stuff. And I, I don't want this whole talk to be heavy, but yeah. there are facts about Laverne's life that we just need to acknowledge sure. and we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, so she continued her love of dance and graduated from the Alabama school of fine arts Um, And then her love of dance prevailed even more. She ended up at Indiana University uh, Bloomington for two years. And as for for dance, believe it or not, you can go to college for dance. That is very common. Um, I I thought I might want to do that, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then she transferred to Marymount Manhattan College, which I only know because one of my former dancers ended up going there. And I was like, I need to look up more about this. And it's like, a private college there's only like two thousand students there and it's like kind wow. of like a fine arts college like they put okay. out like tony award winners and a lot of famous actors and actresses have tended there um i'm picturing and, fame in my yeah, head basically. everyone's dancing
1: <laughs> on the cars and yes. the school tables <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this college actually is where she changes her path to acting so cool. either way we would have had laverne cox the dancer or laverne cox the acting or actress and I'm okay with it cuz I love her so much. So basically the early 2000s is when we really she kind of starts acting in some small films, some indie stuff. Um the later 2000s, I'm talking like 2008, 9, 10, she starts appearing in guest spots on TV shows and she does a couple law and order episodes which i love that show so i kind of threw that in there Mm -hmm. um i don't know i vaguely remember this but there was a reality show called i want to work for diddy (laughs) like p diddy had a reality show (laughs) i do want to work for
1: diddy that sounds amazing
0: she was on that show she did not win but (laughs) (laughs) we're starting to kind of see her in more things um At the time, she was a part of um, some documentaries about the trans community. Um, But in 2013, this is where I first learned who she was and who a lot of people I think did. In 2013, she stars in Orange is the New Black
1: see, I've never seen that show. Oh, so that is
0: so good. Why I'm in the dark. <laughs> that, okay. That's, that's why we're going to, she's still doing some acting we're going to get into that. Okay. Um, but just for those of you who have not seen it, um, she plays a character called Sophia Bursette, a transgender woman who's locked up, um, basically in jail for credit card fraud. So, so
1: okay, I have a question real fast. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: When did she, um, when did she transition? Do you know? Um, I don't have that information looking on wikipedia different interviews and things she's done um it's not stated so i don't honestly know that information but in
1: this in in like orange is new black
0: like she's already she's already she yes she has gone through her um transformation and she is a woman got it um identifies as a woman cool um and if if those of you out there in the lgbtq community um are hearing the words that i'm saying and they're not accurate i am open to being Corrected. It's a lot of verbiage and yeah. language that not everyone knows. So I did try my hardest. Um, but so she appears in 40 episodes. There were seven seasons of the show altogether, and she appears throughout seasons one through six. And if you haven't seen the show, basically it follows it's meant to be a comedy, but there is some real dark stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they follow these, it's a women's prison, and they basically they'll go throughout and they'll kind of like spotlight each character's like storyline and they'll go to like mm-hmm. before, like, how do they end up in jail? And, um, so when they go to flashback to Sophia Bursett the character, they actually used her twin bl- brother to play her oh, in, cool. as a male. And I was like, that, I never knew that until I found this. And I was like, how cool is that?
1: Yeah. That's really cool. That's clever. And also yes. like supportive brother. Love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool. Um, and so after the show ended, in around 2018, I wanna say it finally ended. Um, She continued to play some guest spots on different TV shows and movies. So this was really kind of her first big role. Um, So another time when I was really intrigued by her is on Netflix in 2020, they bought the rights to a documentary called Disclosure. Um, It actually premiered at the Sundance Film Festival and then Netflix bought the rights to it and aired it. And you can still see it now. Um, I haven't watched it in a while since it came out, but it's basically um, Spotlight's Hollywood's depiction of transgender people and characters um, on screen. And she, Laverne was basically an executive producer and helped kind of set up that documentary. And it's a really cool, interesting, like if you want to learn a little bit about the history of the community of transgender folks, it's a really good, like it's not super deep, dark and sad where there's Mm -hmm. a lot of bad history. Um, So Disclosure on Netflix, I definitely recommend checking that out but more recently, have you watched Inventing Anna on Netflix?
1: I've started it, but I haven't finished it.
0: Okay. That's all right. So (laughs) do you know the character Casey Duke? The one who's the fitness instructor?
1: I feel like I should, but no, it's not ringing. Okay.
0: That's Laverne Cox. So when you go back to finish watching the episodes, she's not like she's not a huge, huge, huge number one person on it, but she is definitely part of it. She's probably in every episode, maybe missed one or two. I can't remember. Um, But she is also in that. And the, um, (laughs) I put put it's mostly true, partly made up series about Anna Delvey. (laughs) Mostly true. So wild, mostly true, but there is some stuff you're like, that didn't really happen.
1: (laughs) See, and the thing is like, I put it on, like in the background of like work because i work from home so i like put in the background it's not yeah. a put in the background type of
0: no show, which
1: is why i'm like no i don't recognize what you're talking because i will sit and work and then i'll look up i'm like what's happening and yeah i gotta like sit and watch it is what i you need do. To do you totally do i keep hearing all these amazing things i have seen the tiktoks where she's like i do not have time for this yes. i do not have time for you
0: people putting her audio over like the funniest things. I'm like, it's so perfect. You do have to get over. Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on the actress's name herself, but the girl who plays Anna that accent, I'm like, is that really how she sounds? Cause it's like so horrible. Like it sounds really bad, but it must be close to (laughs) how she speaks like Russian, but German and she's speaking English. So (laughs) yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah. It's a lot for sure. Very Um, cool. Yeah, but the, the person, Casey Duke, she is a real person, um, and Laverne Cox, Cox pays, plays her <laughs> in Inventing Anna. Um, so she is not just an actress. Um, she is also widely known as an advocate for the LGBTQ community, and she's often involved in spreading awareness and, and just educating people about the importance of representation, um, especially in, in film and television, as she is uh, of the transgender community. Mm -hmm. So some of the, um, if you have time, so I, I did read it, uh, time magazine in June of 2014, put an article called, um, the transgender tipping point. And, Mm. um, basically it talks about just what's going on within the transgender community, but also spotlights Laverne Cox herself. Mm -hmm. And she is the first transgender person to appear on the cover of time magazine with that. Oh Wow. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, she did a lot of firsts. Um, so, the article itself is like about eight years old since it was 2014, um, mm-hmm. but it talks about a lot of the stuff that is still happening today. Um, and the um, couple of things I just kind of want to spotlight about the community of folks. And it talks about kind of the fight that we're still in to really advocate and even support for transgender children. So, one of the things that kind of is mentioned in the article is a little bit of the history and i'm, I'm not going to go into that completely myself there are a lot of really wonderful um documentaries and articles and stuff that do talk about that um but just that basically the first time really in publishing that we come across just the word transsexual at the time was right after world war ii And so I know a lot of people say, oh, it's just, you know, what's this, this trend lately of all these kids deciding, like, I don't feel like a boy, I'm going to be a girl. And it's like, that's not, it's not a trend. It's just that people have the vocabulary and the language to really say and describe how they're feeling. Right. And I think that that is not just in the LGBTQ community, but kind of in general everywhere.
1: Yeah, I think- I think why there's that generational, I guess, discrepancy, I mm-hmm. think is because the generations that came before us now, you and I are both in our, in our thirties, but like mm-hmm. the generations that came before us, like they just didn't have as much connection to each other. Yeah. So I don't think it's that these things didn't exist. I think it's that they just didn't know they existed because like I can hop on my phone And I mean, just look at this podcast, we have interviewed and talked to people from across the world, just through social media and like all of the things. So like, this is something I think that it's obviously always been a thing and around Mm -hmm. how people have identified, but nobody really knew about it because you just lived Mm -hmm. in your box and you had your, you know, your own things to
0: worry about, I guess. So yeah, for sure. For sure. That's so true. I mean, just the invention of the internet itself has allowed us to connect in in many ways that people before, I mean, think about how many hundreds of years before us, they could not have done that. And so people often Mm -hmm. felt alone. I mean, even, and of course I would never compare on the same level, somebody who say has to come out, you know, or decides to come out as being gay, but to the child-free community where you're like, I mean, this is still kind of taboo. And there's still times when we talk about, you know, changing the language from we're not childless, we're child free. Right. And some people do identify as being childless because they, they cannot have children. And so right. they're, you know, that's the way that they feel, but we're, we're making the choice that we're free. I think is the key free yeah. without children.
1: <laughs> right. But there is, and, and I like that, you know, we we've talked about a little bit before and we're not comparing because everybody has different different tracks and Mm -hmm. and I think the gay community has a whole different slew of pressures that obviously we cannot speak to but the one thing that maybe if we have in in common I guess you could say is just that that fear of judgment that Mm -hmm. fear of like not being accepted but then also Mm -hmm. that interior like it's not that you care. Like you don't, I, I personally, I don't care if people accept me and my choice. Mm-hmm. What I care about is like the noise. I just don't yeah. want to hear the noise, the hate, the, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, just no, you know? And I think that's something that humans in general, just probably don't enjoy.
0: <laughs> right, right. And I and I hesitate to state this fact, but to consider myself an ally, I have, feel like I have to speak up and I have to stand up sometimes. And um, the National Transgender Discrimination Report noted in 2011 that a staggering 41% of transgender people have attempted suicide compared to the national average of 1.6%. So when you talk about the noise, it's like, yes, of course, we all are like, I don't really, you know, don't really care what other people think. This is me, myself, and I, but Mm -hmm. it's the noise and it's Mm -hmm. the the hate that people get that they end up internalizing. And it's not up to the trans kids to have to figure out how to deal with it. It's up to us to stop people from that kind of noise and hate. even put them in that place to begin with a hundred percent agree with you on that um so laverne has won numerous awards and honors um some of the notable firsts include um like i said the first transgender person on the time magazine cover um yes the first transgender transgender person to appear on the cover of cosmopolitan magazine in 2018 she was in cosmo south africa oh and in 2014, she was Glamour Magazine's Woman of the Year.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: Yes. And, and in the- 2022,
1: <laughs> she's the first transgendered person on our podcast. Hell yeah, she is. You're welcome. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, and I thought this was kind of a fun one. She's the first openly transgender person to have a wax figure at Madame Tussauds. <laughs> yeah.
1: Love it. Love yes. Madame Tussauds.
0: That's like a... An honor for for famous people, right? Like if someone yeah. creates a wax figure of you. <laughs> yep,
1: hundred mm-hmm. um, percent.
0: So I want to talk now about her choice to be child free, and I'm gonna read. Uh, last year, in 2021, she posted um, the following on Instagram, and I kind of want to like break it down because it's okay. Um, it's just a really cool statement. Um, so she wrote. I see so many friends and colleagues becoming parents. I'm so happy for all of you. I'm even happier for me, ecstatic even that I am not becoming a parent ever, never, ever. I thought the thought brings me so much joy. Enjoy the most important job on the planet, raising children. I'm enjoying watching you from a distance. I'm going, excuse me. I'm doing the work of reparenting my inner child. That's Mm. more than enough work. And the caption to her Instagram post said, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. So Aww. yes, I just want to break that down a little bit. First of all, I love that she said becoming parents
1: mm-hmm. about
0: her friends and colleagues that just felt, felt, felt very inclusive to me. Yeah. Um, and of course, someone who clearly did not have an incredible childhood, wanting to kind of re-parent her inner child that. I think speaks a lot to just mental health in general to people that, you know, may not have a great upbringing, whether it was being abused and bullied for who you are or not having, you know, a parent around to help you with certain things, whatever it is, like talking about your inner child is such a therapy thing. Oh yeah. I kind of love that.
1: Oh my gosh. I I love, because I mean, I think by now we've been doing this for about a year. We've talked to a handful of guests. We've done a handful Mm -hmm. of, you know. History, hersteries. And I think there's this common factor, you know, obviously everyone has their own reasons for being child-free, but as we talk to people, I hear a lot of people saying like, unfortunately the common factor is we didn't really have a great upbringing, whether it was like you're saying like abusive mm-hmm. or neglectful or whatever it may be. And so the fact that she's naming that and just going, Hey, like I choose to use my like natural, like instinct to nurture and love to do it for Mm -hmm. myself. And like, great. Love that. Like,
0: I think there's more people that should do that
1: personally. (laughs) (laughs) For sure.
0: For sure. Like let's, let's heal and work on ourselves before we try to bring another human into the world and like, try for a second round. Like we don't need to try to fix things with our kids because they're, you know, they're, they're new and fresh. They don't know what you don't tell them. So (laughs) work on yourself. (laughs) What about yourself? Yes, what TikTok says, <laughs> "Look inwards." <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're giving all kinds of advice today. Everybody, yes. take a deep breath. I want you to look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, "I am child free."
0: I am. I could I be one of those people, huh? Child free. You totally could. You totally could. <laughs> but yes, so I think that Laverne Cox is an incredible person and an incredible woman. Very talented. Yeah. I hope that you. <laughs> I'm going to go if watch guys, Orange is the New Black right now. Honestly, it's so freaking funny. It's so well done. Like there's characters that you freaking love. There's characters that you absolutely hate. Like there's just, it's a really well-rounded show. It's very interesting. So check that out. Check out um, her documentary as well. Disclosure. That yeah. is really cool, really informative. And just like I said, not, not a super negative or, you know, dark documentary about the transgender community. So that is the child-free Laverne Cox. I love it. I love it. Very inclusive
1: Dallas. And I love that you're bringing that to the podcast. Cause that is something that we, we both feel very strongly about. And th- mm-hmm. th- at the end of the day, the one thing I think we, we try to advocate for is that like, there's no one who is not welcome in the child-free community. Like mm-hmm. if you choose it, you choose it. Great. And at the same time, if you choose to change your mind, you choose to change your mind. So yep. love that. And I learned something new today.
0: Yay! Yes. Yay. I'm always like, I'm always su- like slightly surprised when you don't know who it is I that know. I'm like, you don't know the person I'm doing, but then I'm like, Oh good. Like, I feel like I'm
1: teaching. <laughs> you are. I took my notes. I have my homework and I'm going <laughs> to come back. No, but that, but it. that is like what we're here to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Is like, it's great when we both know who the person is and that's kind of fun. Cause we can like add things in for one another, but I think it's also cool because now that's some, somebody more that we can all just feel like, oh shoot. Like that's another person that, yeah I don't know. I just like yeah. knowing, like, I didn't know that about that person or I didn't even know that person was around, you know? Yeah, so, yeah
0: exactly. exactly. Love it.
1: Yay. Thanks. Thank
0: all you. All right.
1: Well, thanks for listening. And we hope you learned something. And as Della said, like, we're never trying to misrepresent anybody or misspeak. And so we are both very open to hearing from, from y'all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, so you can do that either by emailing us at claiming zero podcast dot gmail at gmail, not dot gmail, at (laughs) gmail.com. One (laughs) day I'll get it right. (laughs) One day I'll get it right. Um, or at our Instagram, like like Dallas mentioned at claiming zero. And then the other thing that I just want to name, like I know we have like a little bit of people who who listen to the podcast but don't follow us on Instagram, and that's fine, Mm -hmm. like no pressures there. But on Instagram, we started doing the what would you do Wednesdays which is exclusively for Instagram and Mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying it. I know you're really enjoying it, Dallas. It's it's a a way for for you all to write in your real experiences, whether they just be lighthearted and funny or something heavy that you just kind of want advice on. You have a link in the bio to do that. You can submit your story. You can stay anonymous. We won't put you on blast. We understand Mm -hmm. not everyone's as crazy as we are and likes to put their videos out there. (laughs) For the Um, whole world. (laughs) But yeah, jump over there and definitely give that a, a, a look and a listen. And don't forget to rate, review, r- write, and subscribe. Yeah. That's your job. I can't, I can't say those things. I get all tongue twisted.
0: <laughs> hey, review and subscribe. And don't forget to buy us a coffee and help That's support right. the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you later, friends. Bye. Goodbye.